Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Mark Jennison, and we have another episode of the Comeback Podcast. And this week, I'm excited to have Dana Croft. Dana, how are you? I'm great. How are you, Mark? I'm amazing. Just got in here, um, just was at the gym and working on some personal stuff, working on me a little bit, and just excited to, to talk to you about everything. So, Good. where are you from, yeah. Dana? Um, well, I live in Seattle, um, but I've lived in 11 states. So, I'm not really from anywhere. I've uh, lived everywhere and been everywhere and done a, you know, been to around the world. So, around the country, I should say, not around the world. Well, tell me my viewers and stuff i know one of the reasons i want to bring you out here is because we use um right and it took it took me almost a year to be able to get on there but i want people to know because i I like i want you to go ahead and share it into my group and try to get as much business as you can um but tell me a little bit about you like how did you come to be the card tap girl um you know i've been in sales for 18 years and so i've always worked with startup companies it's what i like it's what i love to do is kind of building companies because then you have that niche and you're also making a name for yourself as well as helping a company make a, make a name for themselves. So started in sales right out of college and uh, did really well and, you know, went through hardships like we all have, like, you know, I've gone through some of the same things you have and people don't know a lot about that background of me. And then I had, uh, when I had children, I decided to stay home for four years as a stay-at-home mom. And that was the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. Once I had my second child and stayed home for four years and eight months, I was like, no, I can't. This is horrible. I can't do this anymore. I'm going to lose my mind. So ended up uh, going back to um, to sales. And one, a couple of my friends who worked at, I worked at housevalues.com which was then market leader, which was then Zillow and Trulia. So back in the day when I worked there, obviously I still maintain really good friendships and some of them went to card tap. Well, when I was like, I can't do this mom thing anymore for a full time, they said, come over here. So basically came over here and uh, started at card tap. And that was about three years ago. And uh, it was really great to work with a company, not only that I believed in, but that I was helping make people money. And it was such an innovative product that really that's kind of how I became, you know, the face of it is that my, you know, conviction on it and my conviction to love people and to help people. So you're like Twilio and Zillow and all that stuff. So do you have on too, right? Or, Or your sales background before that? Uh, well, right out of college. So I graduated college when I was 20. And then um, right out of college, I went to, it was like I said, it was always startup. So I worked for a company called, uh, actually, I don't even know what they were called, Echelon. It was a telecom company. Then I went to a technology company. And then from there, I got kind of recruited over to House Values. I was there for eight years, took them public. Once they went public is when I was just kind of like, okay, we're public. I'm done. So cashed in stock and um, and then just just kind of rode the the wheel, got married, got, had kids, got divorced, you know, it's been that whole ride. Um, but yeah, it's been quite the ride, but again, it's always been through startups. I'm not a big corporate person. Um, I just like kind of doing my own thing, but knowing that I have to put in the work to do it. Cool. So let's, so a lot of the people, um, you know, cause I got a diverse group of listeners. I got the people that follow me for the struggle, right. Because of right. My, my, my comeback. Um, that whatever industry they're in, um, I got my friends and local community here where I got I just was actually at a store and someone's like, Hey, I follow you on Facebook and stopped and talking to me for a long time. Like you, you reached my life. They don't, you know, they don't really know anything about me besides what they see there. Right. Then I have the sales guys. So 
for all the people that are going to watch this and catch the replay, what is card tap? Um, so simplest form, right? It's a mobile business card on steroids. Now I have people who use it for their brand, who use it for their company and for use it to use it as a personal business card. But that's what card tap is, is, you know, it's a mobile business card on steroids. It's a way to be mobile. It's a way to not be forgotten. Um, we all know that, or maybe we don't know, but we all should know that if you pass out a business card, it's more, most likely going to get thrown away. It's going to get lost. My kids take them out of my purse. I never see them again. And so really what card tap is, is a way to brand yourself on the one thing that people look at 150 times a day, which is their phones. And it's also a way to not miss follow-up because us as salespeople, actually us as anybody, um, we, you know, we miss follow-up. We don't know how to follow up. We get busy, lives get in the way, and uh, we miss opportunities to make money and close business. And so really the app holds me responsible into following up with those people. For me, so, a couple things I want to talk about the app real quick, maybe because I'm probably not using it to its to 100%. When I was on that seminar last week, every time we put a slide up, I mean, I had a lot of people. I'm sure if you go back and look at the results, yeah, that thing. Do you have a system like to how you follow up? Because like, well, I got nailed with quite a few people joining it, right? And I never yeah. know how to follow up because I also got leads coming in. How do you do it? Um. So I struggle with it too, but I'm a little different than you. So I have seven apps, which is hard. So I have, yeah, so I have apps in every industry, right? I've got my mortgage app. I've got my real estate app. I've got my auto app. I've got my um, insurance. I mean, I've got ones for different verticals. So for me, it's a little hard because I have to log in, log out, log in, log out, log in, log out and see. So I really depend on the reports that come to me every night of who I need to follow up with. Um, so it just, you need to come into your own when you're following, you know, if you have an assistant, Mark, if you're busy, some of the trainers, if you, we look at, you know, Ryan Stuman, some of the bigger people that I work with that have a huge following, they have a team that follows up, right? Unfortunately, I need one. I don't have one. So a lot of things get fallen in the track with me too. And so, but, but I try not to forget people, you know, fortunately my business is a hundred percent referrals. So I try to continue to follow up with Facebook and social media as well as phone and text. But again, we just uh, did an integration with our system now. So it'll make life easier for me with the app integrated to Salesforce. Cool. But, uh, but yeah, it is hard and it's hard to follow up with numbers you get. And, you know, there's all obviously a lot of automated systems you can get as, you know, that you may even use already that you don't know you can kind of add in, in addition to um, the app. Um, one of the things that I think is unique about it is because I've actually figured out a way I put certain things out there and it gets them right into my funnel. I've had purchases. The app already paid for itself without me even having to do it, right? Because they get into certain yeah. videos, I put them in my funnel. So I figured out how to leverage it and make it work. To at least get yeah. it to pay for itself and get some leads. Right. What I find amazing is the amount of people that are on my product already or on my programs mm -hmm. that still go back and use it on a daily basis to watch my videos. Mm -hmm. The names, right? I get, a, I get the tap. Um, yeah. Well, and that's the, yeah. Oh, I was just going to say that's kind of the whole purpose is that, you know, these days people don't want to talk to anybody. They just don't. They're they're scared to pick up the phone. They're scared to actually personally talk to people. And so by having an app where they can research you and what you do and then buy the product, 
all without talking to you. It's bad, but it happens all the time. And so even on my personal app, it's I've got videos on there who I am and what our company does. And here's you know products we have. And because I want people to be able to research what we do from my app, I can see what they're researching. I know when to follow up based on that research, but they don't want to talk to me on the phone. And I know that because I call people and they don't answer. It's like, Ah, um, you know, these new millennials or even okay. not new millennials, right? I'll be 40 this year and, and I still don't really want to talk to everybody, but I do like that personal feel of talking to people. But sometimes it's how they want to be talked to text or email or um, through Facebook Messenger. And you have to be able to, to give them information without them picking up the phone. See, I'm the exact opposite. Like, I really love, <laughs> like, I love to have a conversation with people. I want to get on the phone, yeah. I'll make as many calls as I can. And I just, I don't know, for me, it seems to work, but I'm kind of different. So, well, no, I do it too, but I think it's our generation. Like I, I love to, I love talking to people, but it's the fact of making them want to love talking to me. Right. <laughs> so you've been, you, you said how many years of sales experience? Uh, 18. Well, so I graduated in when I was, I graduated college when I was 20 and I'm 39. So, you know, 19 years with a four year hiatus but i did some stuff i consulted with some companies while i was full-time mom so 19 years altogether can you talk to me about because obviously you're like a technology i would assume is what we'd call this an app you're you're in the new technologies how has it changed in the past 18 years because i didn't sell for 18 years i built other businesses and did a lot of drugs and partying so um yeah you've been steady it seems like so what's the change like well i did that too so i uh I mean, sales, right? We all party. Yeah, cheers. I've been sober for, I guess, almost eight years. Um, but I, uh, we all did that, right? In our, at least not all of us, but I did the same thing. Like I fell, I filed bankruptcy. A lot of people don't know that about me. They think I've always had it together, but I really haven't. Um, but being in sales and being in that kind of environment, like you adapt And then you also, like I said, I was thrown right into the drugs after college and I was, um, I was bad, like drugs and at work and this and that. And I've always, you know, I was right there in the middle of it. And then, you know, having children changed my life and probably saved my life. But, uh, it's changed a lot, obviously. Like back then, I don't, I think I got my cell phone when I was, my first cell phone, maybe when I was like 23, like I didn't have a cell phone. I drove cross country. I was just talking to this about someone the other day. I drove cross country when I moved here from North Carolina and I had no cell phone. It's like, if I would do that today, there's just, there's no way I would never No, There's no way I would drive cross country with no cell phone. Right. So that's changed as far as like technology. I mean, look at what we went from flip phone to now smartphone. They're like little computers. Like nobody even walks around with tablets anymore. It's like the phone is as big as a tablet. Right. Um, so that, you know, that's changed. But again, since I've always been in startups, I've always been into the technology and really these startups because their technology have always been up to date. So you just kind of adapt and grow and you know it's like now nobody reads emails it's like before it was always email me this email me this and now i don't even email people i'm like no i'm not emailing you because you're not going to read it and uh, let me send you a text or let me share my video with you it's all now about video and text and we've now you know adapted and we have to and you have to adapt to your environment and your audience if you're not adapting you're not growing you're dying right right exactly exactly or somebody else will and you're going to lose business because they're going to go to your competitor 
Exactly. So let's talk about this. Um, I don't want you can go into as much or as little of your story as you want, but you had to get to where you're at. Because now, now I assume I don't I don't really know you well, but we you know we, we do the card tap thing together. I assume you're being pretty mm-hmm. successful, and you've you overcame some things in your life. Did you do it on your own? Did you get a mentor? Uh, do you coach people? Well, tell me a little about that side of your life. You know, I did it on my own basically. Um, like I said, I I was really bad into that drug stuff back in my 20s. And then um, I didn't get married till I was 31. So I waited for quite a while till I knew exactly what I wanted. And when I got married, I had owned houses already. I was successful already. I had money and savings. But then again, we go through that path of destruction and I lost everything. So I filed bankruptcy before I got married, Um, got married and and had my two little ones. and, And that really puts life into perspective for me. I was like, I'm done. Like I'm these kids are, these girls are my world and I'm not going to destroy that with anything that's going to destroy me. And so, um, so basically, yeah. So I just, I just cold Turkey stopped everything and I've had coaches and mentors my whole life. Um, obviously tribe, I'm in the tribe with Ryan Stuman and him and I battled for a long time before I decided that he would be the coach for me. And um, obviously throughout life, I think it's really important to have somebody who mentors you or coaches you, whether it's a paid coach, whether it's, you know, a friend you look up to, whether it's somebody in business you look up to. Um, You know, I've always gone to my dad as far as business as well. So I've had, excuse the French bulldog barking in the background. I'm about to smack him. Um, (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, he's not even, he's banging his head against the door. So um trying to get my cat. So anyway, um, but yeah, we, you know, for me, it's always relying on other people, but I've always relied on myself. Like I knew I couldn't get where I was today if I wasn't wholeheartedly into it. And so it's really trying, you know, again, now it's for my kids. Like, where's my why? It's my kids. It's me. It's growing. It's learning. Um, and I'm always looking for, you know, I'm reading. I'm looking for advice. I, like I said, I use Stuman for, for my coaching. But uh, it's it's really important to continue learning. Like, I, I never claim to be the best, and I never am going to be the best. And I always want to learn from other people. Have you, have you read the um – Russell Brunson's Expert Secrets book yet? I have not. I have so there's not. a there's a thing that stuck with me. I I can't. I, I'm always trying to like listen to books, right? I don't like to read. I like to read, but I can't seem to do it. <laughs> um, but there's a thing in there where it says there's always some. You know, you just got to be one chapter ahead of everybody else, and, and there's always people ready to listen to you right now that are all you know. You the path for them as well. So I find it pretty yeah. cool that on my journey where I'm going right now, and even yourself, I'm sure there's a bunch of people that are watching. <laughs> By following them, they're probably following you and leading. You're leading them. Mm-hmm. And you don't even realize it right now, which is pretty amazing. So yeah. Well, it's you know it's funny that um and it's like even Ryan says as a joke he's like you're like our therapist in the group, which is pretty cool because I I, I feel like people can trust me and I'm always there right and I'm not one to talk like people talk to me about their situations and about what's going on with them and it literally like I forget the next day and again I blame that on my children but um, for me it's good to help people because I also learn from helping them like you learn different situations you maybe take what you've gotten out of it and instead of actually giving advice just listening like people just need somebody to listen to and you're right on the reading like if we look at my coffee table right now I think I have like seven books up there and I have to read like three at the same time and I never finish any of them like I'm so I'm so bad when it comes to like trying to read and 
and uh, yeah. So, so asking you uh, what book is a good book for you right now or what books you recommend wouldn't be a good question? Well, you know, I just finished uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. So that was actually really good. And I actually read it and I listened to it. Um, so I've done both and it's from traveling. So at least, you know, during traveling, I have some time to listen or some time to read. Um, I just bought that, uh, what is it called? Stealing Fire book about the seal. Um, haven't started it yet. It's sitting on my coffee table right there. Um, you know, and I always try to support people as well who are in our groups. And if they have books coming out, I'll buy them and I'll, you know, at some point, try to read them. Right. You know, I've got this Miami trip. I'll have seven hours to read stuff on the plane. And, um, but yeah, probably. Uh, but the subtle art of not giving a fuck was the last one I read. And so that's was, a good one you recommend. I should read it. So you said it's so good and it's funny and it's and it's on uh, audio as well. Cool. I'll actually check that one out. Um. So, Dana, what is next on the next? six months for you we're about halfway through 2017 what what do you get what do you got what are you working on what's what's cool you know just the same it's it's always trying to get be better than i was right like it's always trying to strive to be better than it was yesterday so for me it's continually building relationships it's continually going to events learning for me you know we've got coaching events i'll be in dallas in june i'll be in miami in july i'll be in vegas in september so it's going to you know again selling my product and learning more and we have things that come out all the time like we're a technology company we have to constantly grow so for me it's also learning all the new things we're doing i'm like co-branding cool what's that let me learn more about it oh easy text that just came out what's that cool let me learn about it so it's learning within my company but learning you know, by going to these events and going to the different uh, things that, that are coming out all the time. And so really, I don't, yeah, my six months is being a mom and, and growing my business. I mean, that's what life's about for me right now. Is being a mom your favorite job? Mm, favorite? <laughs> Um, it's, it's a, it's great. I, I, yeah. I mean, of course it's, it's my I'm favorite just... thing. No, it is my favorite thing to do, but you know, two little ones, three and six it's are, fun. It's tough. It's tough. And it's, um, you know, it's tough because I come home and they fight over whose mom I am. It's like, you're my mommy. No, you're my mommy. I'm like, I'm both your moms. Ah, stop. No fighting. You know, and it's, and they've been dealing with their sickness. So being a mom is, is hard. It's uh, way harder than everything I've ever done other than being married. Married was the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. Um, and now that's, no longer in existence, but being a mom is, is my favorite thing. Yeah. It has to be. Well, two things. We'll give some words of encouragement to the people out there, whoever you want to talk to your ideal audience or my audience, whatever you have, what would you leave them with and where can they get the card tap app? Where can we find you? I know where you're at, but they may not. Yeah. So any one of you can friend me on Facebook under Dana Croft. Um, I have a business page. It's Dana Croft tap that app. So you've got that too. You can reach out to me on Messenger. Um, you can get the app by if you want to see my auto demo, if you're in the auto industry, you can text Dana Carr. So D-A-N-A-C-A-R to 36260. So that's my keyword. And then if you just want to see my mobile app in general, the one that I give as my business card, it's uh, Dana um, text Dana to three, six, two, six, zero. So Dana car is the auto industry one. And then Dana is three, six, two, six, zero. And you guys can get marks up by texting with dominate, dominate to three, yep. six, yeah, three, six, two, six, zero as well. And, uh, yeah, I'm pretty 
easy to reach. I mean, I'm on Facebook all day long. I'm on my phone all day long. I've got emails all day long. So, um, yeah, if you guys want to see a demo, there's videos that uh, we can put out as well. And you know, I'm here to answer any questions. And um, but leaving at you know leaving to that is is just really you know those business cards are so out of touch these days. It might be a good addition, you know, hey, here's my business card, but we're in the habit of that. Instead of being like, here, you know what? I don't carry business cards. I'm mobile. Let me give you a way to call me, text me, email me, view my inventory, schedule an oil change, schedule a service appointment, you know, make sure that people know who you are because, and just in the auto industry per se, is nobody remembers their car salesman. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, nobody remembers salespeople anyway, but like, I, and I'm one of those people, I bought a car a year ago. I have no idea what his name was. I don't even know what he looks like anymore. And again, if he would have given me an app that I could refer business to him and I could schedule my service, I would have left it on my phone too. So yeah, that's the one thing is that, you know, my little tagline is if you're not mobile these days, you're forgettable. I like that. That's strong. Well, Dana, thank you very much. I'll let you go get about your day. Um, thank like, you. she, like, you, like she said, you guys know where she's at. Go ahead and post in my group if you want to share things in there. I know we got about almost 6,000 people back there now. And I know you didn't sell 6,000 apps out of there. So majority, <laughs> the majority of those are car people. So yes. Welcome to share they get that. a discount being, coming from you too. So um, yeah. So I appreciate you having me on here. This is Absolutely. fun. Thanks, Time with you. Go out and have a great day. Okay, Dana? Absolutely. You too. Take Thanks, care. everybody. Okay, bye. bye.